Hello from the California Lawyers Association Annual Meeting 2018 in San Diego, California. I'm Lawrence Coletti. I'm Robert Klein. Sabrina Green. I'm Stephen Mayer. Phil Shapiro. And Sarah Redparth. And we're all on the road with Legal Talk Network. So I have a really fun group of people joining me today uh, in our coverage here of the CLA annual meeting. And so to my left, and obviously you're uh, listening to this and not watching, so you wouldn't know is my left, is uh, Robert Klein. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Pleasure to be here. Well, so help me out with the introduction. So we have a bunch of wonderful people joining us. And so who is to your left? To my left is Sabrina Green. We're all on the Solo and Small Firm Executive Committee for the California Lawyers Association. So we have a lot of guests here. So what I'm going to do here, we'll start with Robert, but uh, have you guys all in turn introduce yourselves. Where do you work? What do you do? My office is in Brentwood, California, which is West LA. Uh, my practice is plaintiff's personal injury. Excellent. And Sabrina? Yes. I'm the managing partner of Stratton and Green here in San Diego, so I didn't have far to go. My uh, emphasis in practice is employment and business, complex business litigation. And next to you, Stephen. I'm Stephen Mayer in Encino, suburb of Los Angeles. Home of the L.A. Dodgers, business, real estate, and a bankruptcy practice. And so uh, a man next to you handed me his card and said, give me a call if you get arrested, Phil. (laughs) Phil Shapiro. I'm in San Diego. Uh, I do criminal defense work uh, for my 32nd year now. Excellent. Excellent. And Sarah? Hi, I'm Sarah Redparth, and I am the owner and attorney at Agape Law Firm, which is downtown San Diego, where we practice family law. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much, you guys, for uh, joining us here today. And so we're just meeting you for the first time on this trip. And uh, actually, uh, Robert came by yesterday. Apparently, he's a big podcasting fan and was uh, helping me out, get somebody signed up to come listen to Legal Talk Network. So thank you. That's my pleasure. Turns out he's on my committee also. (laughs) Small world, small world. (laughs) Exactly. So let's, uh, let's open it up uh, with uh, just a couple of obvious questions here. So obviously the, uh, the CLA uh, is going through a bit of a transition here, or it's now called the CLA, but it used to be the State Bar of California. So it's been a bit of a separation, and all the sections went with the CLA, and the governance and oversight body is still with the State Bar of California. So how has that gone for you guys? Actually, I think it's gone remarkably well. I mean, to for all the sections to, you know, create their own organization and keep moving the way they all have, it's it's been amazing. I mean, the momentum, you, we really thought there was going to be some downtime while everything got organized and everything transitioned, but I don't think any of us has seen that in any of the sections. And this is, it's really exciting for all of us. The fun part about the transition in last year at this time, there was a lot of unknown as to what was going to happen. And the people at the CLA who were uh, in charge of making this transition did an absolutely amazing job. So it really was seamless. And as of January 1, things started to change and rolled out. And, you know, here we are a little later and things are going great. So I've been attending the annual meetings for many years. The energy this time around has been incredible. Really great vibe. Everybody's motivated to see the CLA succeed. Yeah, I think it's a lot of thanks and admiration has to go to John Buelter and, and Pam Wilson, a lot of the people that have broken away and, and are now administering uh, this, uh, this. It's really gone seamlessly. So now I understand you guys are doing a bit of a membership drive while you're here at the CLA Annual. We had your tables down yonder, and uh, you were telling me a little bit about it. So where's our entry point? Where are we starting this year in terms of membership? Well, as membership subcommittee chairperson, we're about 1,600 members. We're hoping to really 
increase them a couple Ex- hundred yeah, exponentially. exponentially. Right. What we're doing here today is we're offering free membership through the end of the year into the solo and small firm executive committee. Um, I signed up 60 people in a two-hour shift yesterday or so. And so really, uh, I assume everybody here at the table has signed up a good number of people as well. Yeah, what we're really looking forward to doing is since the number of solos in the state of California is about 60 to 70 percent, solos being uh, firms that are five members or less, uh, we think our committee should be the largest in the state. And we're really shooting to make it grow and become a, a great organization for all solos in the state of California. So how long have each of you belonged to the solo and small firm section? I've been a member, actually this is my second time around on the executive committee, and I've been a member for approximately 10 years, give or take. And Sabrina? Uh, this is my third year. Third year? Stephen? My fifth year. Fifth year? Bill? Well, I'm a little unique. I was in chair in 1990 when the committee first started and retired after being chair and came back about five years ago and back on the committee again. Sarah? Well, I'm excited. I'm the newest executive board member, so this would be my first year. I've recently been appointed, so I'm very excited. Should we give a round of applause for this? Actually, today was Sarah's first official meeting, I believe. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. I am here. Did you lay down the law, Sarah? Uh, I tried. (laughs) We're actually thrilled to have her aboard because her energy is fantastic. I appreciate it. Excellent, mm-hmm. excellent. So, uh, just in terms of that, you guys have been around for ten years and more uh, as part of the uh, part of the section. So, what are some of the uh, you know the benefits of being a member? Oh, there's a lot of great benefits. There's educational component. There's writing opportunities. There's speaking opportunities. There's content that gets created and delivered to members. Uh, there are discounts. That's changing a little bit because of the merger or the transition from state bar to CLA. Some of those things we don't quite know yet, but I think it's going to be really advantageous to members of our solo and small firm section. Well, I think no lawyer should let a client leave their office, even if you can't help them, uh, without giving them a referral. And one of the great advantages of this is that if I have somebody who needs a will and trust done up in L.A., uh, I can refer uh, we can refer up and down the state to our members, and it, it becomes a – these are people we trust, so it, it, it's really helpful. I absolutely agree with Phil. I'm seven years solo, and to now be able to network with solo lawyers throughout the state has enabled me to take cases or make appearances in Northern California. I can call a a solo lawyer. I don't have to go through a big firm. Those contacts have been well worth it. And one of the great things we have to offer is support and resources. Oftentimes, as a solo and small firm practitioner, you find yourself alone. So here we are. We're offering camaraderie. We're offering resources where we have MCLEs. We have programming. And we have different activities all throughout the state of California to encourage the solo and, so- solo and small practice practitioners to find other solos and be able to network them and advance their practice. Yeah, the solo can be just a designation of the practice, but it doesn't mean you have to work alone. And that's the big benefit that we offer is you're not alone. There's always somebody who knows what I don't know, somebody I can reach out to. And one of our uh, goals for our committee and actually for our section is to create much more of a connection to other solos in the state. Well, back to the resources and writing part of it. Do you guys have some publications that you make available? The publications we have, we have an e-practitioner that goes out every month. It features an article on technology. Um, There are new cases that come down that are discussed. And there's other various articles um, in there that come out every month. And then quarterly, there's another publication, which, of course, I'm forgetting the name of. So, Steve. The practitioner. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, 
actual publication that has what kind of articles in there and what kind of content? It has everything. So we ask attorneys throughout the state to submit articles on different issues. So we'll have, you know, obviously the cutting edge new laws that come out. We have a section on that, but we have specialized sections. Business law will submit something. Um, people from employment will submit something. Anything and everything because we try and make it a global resource for solo uh, and small firms. So, and we encourage anybody who wants to submit an article to do so. Yeah, that's that's a really big component. So, any lawyer in California can submit any article, and it's more likely to get published in the, one of our publications. So, it's a great benefit. That's a great uh, that's a great tool to build exposure for your practice, your firm, yourself, kind of personal branding. So, that's that's excellent. Yeah, that's really a wonderful opportunity. Did you guys put events and conferences on? We sure do. We put a lot of events and conferences on. Um, I can tell you right now, we put a lot of MCLEs on, live events, and we try and uh, work our way top to bottom on the state. Currently, I can tell you, and I'll just plug our upcoming event, it's in L.A., and we're actually partnering um, with the business law section, and we're putting on a live event on October 18th at the L.A. Bar office, and it's called Trials and Tribulations, and it's Tactics, Strategies for Litigating, um, which will be probably a sellout event. We also have an event on March 15th. We believe it will be in San Francisco. We'll have another one May 17th of next year, September 20th, and November 15th of next year. So we try and put something on every couple months, and we try and, like I said, work our way through the state so we hit as many people as possible. I'd like to plug, if I can, uh, one of our biggest events or or, or strategies is to get to -to hard-to-reach bar associations, to get to those places out in East California, up in the northern part of California, all over the, the desert. So if there is anyone listening who is a member of a bar association of, of, of a bar that feels as though it's out, out there all alone, please let uh, us know. We will come out to an MCLE, uh, reach out, and um, bring the city to you. Yeah. And we also uh, have a, a major event coming up June 13th through 15th. It's going to be in Huntington Beach. It's our solo and small firm summit. Um, it's going to be the first time it's actually separated from State Barn. It's just going to be CLA. And it's a wonderful event. And uh, we're making a lot of plans for it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So what kind of programs and events do you guys have at the Solo and Small Firm Summit? You know, it's kind of a miniature version of this event here. So we offer uh, loads of MCLE programming. We, um, you know, we give awards, Attorney of the Year awards, service awards, judicial awards. It is an all-encompassing, really fun two days with a lot of educational components. Great networking throughout the state and programs that are focused on topics of interest to solo lawyers. You know, as solo lawyers, we're unique in that we are also business people. We uh, don't have a bunch of secretaries. We don't have a bunch of legal uh, interns. We run our own business. We open up our own office. We close at night. We have to hire and fire, and we have to buy our own paper for our copiers. So we're a unique situation. Solos do wear a lot of hats. <laughs> yeah, we do. True. <laughs> so I have a second to last question for you all. I'd like to get... Uh, everybody's input on this. So let's say I'm out there, I'm listening to this podcast and I am a solo practitioner. I work for a firm of five or less. Is that how you guys define a small firm and solo? Correct. Five or less. So I'm out there, I'm part of one of those firms that's smaller and by myself and I'm listening and I'm thinking, gosh, you know, I should get involved, uh, you know, with, with the solo and small firm group. But, uh, why don't you guys share your favorite reasons for being part of the solo and small firm? 
My favorite reason would be the connection and the camaraderie. Just having uh, others around is a wonderful tool. I would have to agree. I mean, because we do get so isolated. That and the resource. Being solo small firm, you know, we don't always have people to bounce ideas off of and, and to learn about that new technology or whatever, the cutting edge. And when you, you know, when you have all these resources all in one place, it makes life so much easier for the solo small firm practitioner. I think the camaraderie is a given. That's why we're all on the executive committee and have served so long. It's the networking that really drives me, the contacts throughout the state, the ability to meet judges from all over the state. I think it's great to see that somebody a thousand miles from me has the same problems I have. And uh, so we get to talk about those problems and find out I'm not so unique down here in, in uh, San Diego. And this is Sarah. I have to agree with the other board members. It's mostly the camaraderie and the resources. I mean, there's a lot to be said that we do live on an island, truly, especially if we don't have receptionists or anybody else helping us in the office. So I do appreciate that we have even an email address that I can reach out to that has a similar practice area or similar practice area. It matters if somebody will take time out and even have lunch with you and make you smile because life is hard and we're just trying to make it better for all solos and small practices. Before we close it out, take us running out of time. I just want to give you all an opportunity to share some contact information. And Sabrina, I'm going to go to you first. So in addition to your own contact information, how can people reach out and sign up to be part of Solo and Small Firm? Well, you can go to the website, the CLA uh, website, which is, uh, what is it now? We've changed it again. Um It went through a couple transitions, but it now is CLLawyers.org. It's CA lawyers. CA lawyers. Did I just say CL? Sorry. Uh, Lawyers.org. And go to the solo small firm section and just click there. And every link you could possibly want is right there. And Robert? My information, Robert Klein. My email, Robert at rklein. That's K-L-E-I-N law, rkleinlaw.com. Stephen? So I'm Stephen Mayer. Contact information from his Mayer Law Group. And my email is smayer at mayorlawla.com. Another way Sabrina left out, I think, to contact or join our executive committee or our section is through the dues renewal. Although we've separated from the state bar, they're still administering our registration. So check off that box for the solo and small firm committee. And Philip? Well, Phil Shapiro, and you can get me at PAS at pshaplaw.com. Sarah? Sarah Redparth, and I can be found at Sarah with an H at agapelawfirm.com. I practice at Agape Law Firm, and it's A-G-A-P-E. Also, if you want to join CLA, we have a new Twitter handler. It is C-L-A underscore solo. And this is on Twitter. Follow us. Ooh, didn't Fantastic. I didn't know that either. Brand new. <laughs> Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us and also our listeners for tuning in. And if you like what you heard today, please find us and then rate us in Apple Podcasts. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road, Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.